a lot of people will be like, man, I can't even, how you gonna get married or get together and y'all ain't had sex yet though? Like, I got it. I need a sample. At, uh, you know, like Baskin Robbins, when you like, <laughs> like when you go to try you the different ice creams, like you hold up, I don't want the whole cup. That's commitment. Right. Let me get a little sample. One of the MLM companies that I did was like, it was like a silver company. So you like collect silver coins. Man, and they scammed the fluff out of me. I was paying like a hundred bucks a month for these. And so I thought they were at least a hundred. Man, we're driving to pawn shops. They trying to give us like $8 for them. We just couldn't pay our, we couldn't pay our bills. I don't care how good you think the sex that you were having with your ex was or whatever the case, there's nothing that compares to that one-on-one -on -one marital connection of sharing your body and your energy and your mind and everything with mm -hmm. this one person mm -hmm. that is giving all those same things to you. It's not just about the physical. That inside mm -hmm. has to be there that too. That physical there too though. That only physical comes though. with the foundation of friendship. Hey, Maverick fam, how y'all living, man? Welcome back to the Words of Williams podcast. It's been a minute. You should you should be doing the intro. I feel like you're more of the host. Go ahead, you got it. Yeah, when they can't see us, this play, is a whole. Play the intro music, Luke. <laughs> oh, you don't even got your headphones on, so you can't even coordinate like I can. <laughs> but it's gonna squish my hair. What can you hear? No, you don't need to hear it. You're good. I got it. Well, yeah, I, I got this. It's anxiety me, already, me, and it's me. only been 30 seconds. Don't worry, I'll steer the ship. Luke, are steer. we ready? Bam, roll it. Oh. Oh, I missed it. Yeah. Hey, it's been a minute now, but we couldn't leave y'all hanging. Hey. Oh, I forgot <laughs> how good our intro was. Yeah, I like the intro music for Did sure. Did I pay for this or is this royalty free? We gotta be careful. I feel like you paid for it. Did I? I feel like you did. Because I want to like, take this to the moon. I'm gonna keep it. And I'm gonna use it. How do we check? I don't even know. I don't know if I kept a receipt. I'm gonna be mad if we like really get big and then Pharrell's like, hold up, bro. That was on my second album. I would hope he wouldn't be that petty. It's like, Ninja, you're Pharrell. It's like, about to fall be a, back. It's about to be the best podcast in the world. And so relax. I don't know. Which is fine. Be like, we love you. Come be on the show. We don't I, have to cut him royalties. Like, but I don't, I don't want know. to. I don't know. But welcome, y'all, to the Words of Williams podcast. This is this is my my wife and I's relationship podcast that we did. I feel like it was is it two years ago at this point? Yeah, it was a while back. So it's been a while since we did it. It went well, man. People were loving it. We were getting such good feedback. I don't yeah. remember why we stopped. Is it your fault? Who do we blame? It's my fault. It's like my health, and then like this thing. Oh, you want to be sick. Uh, right? And then it was crazy. This like uncontrollable global pandemic happened. Yeah. That made our whole circumstances harder. And having all four of our kids home 24-7. Pause. Changed everything a lot. I want to switch the beat. Luke, I need something chill, man. Now I can be like a beat maestro. When we did it ourselves, I had to do my own beat. Is that a thing? I think you have to put ologist. I didn't have a tech guy back then. <laughs> I'm That's it's why a whole the different thing. Wow. Wow. I feel like it makes us more official. We walked in and I saw the setup. I was like, ooh, yeah. I feel important. Shout out to Luke, man. Right? Luke, Luke can switch cameras. You want your own shot? Luke can switch to your shot right now. Say something. Bow. There you go. That's you. So this is you, babe, on that camera. Oh, that one? That's camera B. B. <laughs> yup. 
And did if you just you want, make that up? He's about is to it bring it to me, B? camera A, right now. Like, bam! Tech guy. I don't even gotta look. Right there. Because you know you're up there. I know my tech guy, man. Mm. Well, we didn't been through some things. We didn't have some rough streams. We didn't came a long way. He's <laughs> smooth with it. But welcome, y'all. So again, it's relationship advice. We are not relationship experts in the sense that we went to school and got degrees. Uh, right. <laughs> but I think we're even, I think it makes us even more of an expert because we've actually been in the trenches, actually giving a fluff about each other, making mistakes, getting better along the way. Yes. For 10 years, man. I think that makes you an expert. School try to make it different, but no. We've actually gone to counselors that like have degrees and remember the one lady that don't really know what she was talking oh about? Oh my gosh. I had to save a counselor yeah. before. <laughs> Just because they got a degree or they got a piece of paper, don't mean they they, they, don't, they might not even have a good relationship. You know what I mean? Like you can study relationships, which is great, but then you can have a successful relationship. Yeah, you there's I mean? nothing like having the experience, especially if you're in a relationship where both of you are interested in how the relationship goes and right. putting the work in, then... I don't think there's any better experience. There's no degree for that. It's like swimming. You can't learn by just learning about it. You got to get in there. Right. I know from experience. Remember when I tried to learn on YouTube before Bahamas in Miami? Yes. I, I swore I learned how to swim on YouTube, bro. I watched like four of them. I was like, okay. And then got boom, in the ocean. Cut, get in. Ah. Like I was doing it. And before we poured it out, we were in Miami. So I tried to go to the pool for practice, bro. I almost drowned first rip. I was not expecting it. Like, it was nothing like the videos, like the water. Like, they were just <laughs> gliding through. Oh I don't know if gosh. it was my weight or what. But, like, just bloop. Didn't none of it work. You got to be in the ocean, man. Same with relationships, yo. Same with relationships. So, we, okay. So, let's pray. And then we'll get into our, our first segment. Let's do it. Cool? Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you oh so much for this amazing audience on this amazing platform, Lord. Uh, we're just here to honor you, Lord. We want to invite you into this situation. We pray that you would move through our mouths, Lord, and that you would get the glory at the end of the day. And that, that, that the people listening, either live or uh, on the recording, would get something out of this, that their relationships would be blessed. And if they're not in a relationship, you know, good, we'd be forming good soil. So when that seed does come, they would be ready, Lord. Uh, we pray that everything we say honors you and your word. And we love you, thank you, and praise you for all that you're doing. And in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Bam. Okay. So sounds like bad form comma it probably was and that's the thing you can't get your form down on just the video i was like your prayer was bad form like what oh no prayer 10 out of 10 <laughs> like, don't hate but the uh yeah the the swimming okay first first segment for people that may be brand new okay so first let's let's musically transition into it and then i'll explain bam so here's the thing y'all about to get these tech guy transitions i used to transition my own Drop the beat for a little bit, tech guy. Y'all got to go do your homework. Season one of the Words of Williams podcast. You could, I like, I, I'm a Spotify kind of guy. Spotify, Google Podcast. You know, check it out though. Words of Williams. Anytime we would transition to a new area or a new part of the show, I would do the, my own beat. And I was pretty good, man. I had a Jamaican. You know, I, I throw some Jamaican. I got, I got like a, a strong Vietnamese. Japanese, you know, but it was hard work. I did every transition, whether it was French symphony, right? 
or African tribal. I did it all. It was hard work. I'm not doing it no more. Okay. Tech, I'm going to just have tech guy look up beats on the fly. Actually, we had one I liked. We were listening to a little bit. I want the dungeon dance. Do you remember the dungeon? I think it was like the one you saved. Is it the dungeon dance? Dungeon. We dungeon. Huh? Temple dance. Let's temple dance it to the next. So wait, <laughs> wait. You say the name of the next segment. I'm gonna point to Luke. Luke's gonna throw the temple dance song. We'll let it play for like ten seconds. It'll it'll. You don't have headphones on, so I'll conduct it. I'll fade the beat down, and then when I point to you, you can start talking. All right. Let's, let's go ahead and transition into pillow talk. Bam, you're live. All right. So for those of you that are new, Pillow Talk is our segment where we talk about just general relationship advice. Um, if you want to tweet us and ask questions or just have a topic to suggest, you can do that. Um, today, our Pillow Talk topic comes from the lovely Vanessa. And she asks, how do you keep things fresh, interesting, spicy, and fun after many years of being together? Mm, that's a good question. Did she mean overall or just freaky? Because she says spicy. When you say spicy, I think two things. Chicken sandwich or that horizontal fellowship. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm mad that all you heard was spicy because she said fresh, interesting, and fun right also okay so the spicy portions but also the other we could talk about the spice but spice there was more than the spice right so okay. you got that Oof. okay i don't know my answer's kind of loaded and i think it might be might be a little surprising but i feel like your ability to like not be prideful like put your pride aside and to keep it real with your significant other is the most important right it like it trickles down into everything because you can't keep things fresh and interesting and spicy and fun if you're not being honest with the person that you're trying to live that life with and i think a lot of times people can like get in their own heads about what they need or what they feel or function in a way where they feel like well i have to carry this on or i'm supposed to be upset mm. or I, you know i gotta have an attitude and slam things or you know have my body language off because they said this even though deep down you're really not even that mad yeah like that's deep <laughs> that's the thing with pride i was watching a sermon the other day and the dude was like pride hides you gotta watch out for it because you don't even think it's there you know right and someone may not even understand how dope of an answer that was because they're like wait hold up how does not being prideful keep things fresh you know right you gotta be honest right you gotta be honest there's so many times i learned this is called the pareto uh, pareto's principle or the 80 20 principle and it says 20 or 80 percent of the result comes from 20 percent of the work uh, so to point it towards relationships, 80% of what makes my wife happy might be 20% of what I'm doing. And I realized it's the hard way uh, as I was learning the love languages. Do you remember that? Like we were yeah. learning and I we would have this disconnect 
She's like, you don't love me. You don't ever, you ain't spending time with me. And I'm like, what do you mean? I, how do you not know that I love you? Because her, one of her love languages, right? A primary one was quality time. She just wanted me to be around. But my primary love language was acts of service. So she feels love and we're hanging out and we're together. I feel love and, and, and I do too, right? But my primary one is acts of service. So I feel mostly love when you're doing something nice for me or if I'm doing something and I show my love by doing something nice for her. And do you see how those can conflict, right? And it took us both dropping our pride and realizing that, you know what? Yes, I might be thinking I'm loving you how I want to, but that's not how you want to, or that's not how you receive it, right? right. So drop the pride and make sure I'm actually doing the right things. So some of y'all, y'all busy in your relationship, but you ain't even effective. Mm -hmm. Just busy for no reason. Right. And then it comes to with being able well, to. Hey, be while you talk for like two seconds, can I take this call? It's the barber. I think you might have my wallet. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, okay. You got uh, <laughs> um, it's also really about being able to. To be to be honest with yourself and know the things that you need or that you want, because especially when you're together for a long period, you know, Dion and I, we've essentially grown up together. You know, so as you learn and you change, um, I know there's a decent amount of you that have been around since we were cussing with no remorse. <laughs> um, but you grow and you change and your interests change and your desires change. And as you're learning and getting to know yourself as you grow, you have to be able to communicate that new information with your significant other because Ideally, you want to be growing and changing in an upward motion together. Mm. So it's really important to be, And then even just that, I think people don't, people don't put enough weight on the day-to-day -day communication too. It's not just about being able to effectively have a fight, right? Because fighting in a sense is, is good. You learn things and stuff comes out, but you have to be able to fight fair and do it in a you know constructive yeah and, and fight, fight to win together for you guys to win as a couple right. not to win individually realizing that you're that you're on the same team that's huge but which was hard for me because i'm prideful and you've been in the mobile series <laughs> i don't lose much man so yeah. what we when we beef it i'm supposed to lose no <laughs> no you're gonna you're gonna lose right now but then uh it, that works in madden but in relationships uh, when she loses, I lose too. So, right, and because we started young and everything, realizing those things and the differences in how we communicate, you know, Dion is a lot more confident with his talking. He's a lot more quick-witted. He's like he's the great debater, you know. And for me, I'm quick to be like, ah, mm, I've shut down. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm like I'm not doing it. And for him, it would be like, ah, you don't love me. You don't want to talk. I'm like, no, I'm not going to argue with you. You know, and then it's like a whole nother situation. So it's important to have those day-to-day -day conversations so that it eliminates the room for the misunderstandings and leaves room for there to be fun. You can't live a life and have a relationship with somebody and you're not talking to them about everything, especially those of you that are married. And I think it's impossible to I don't know, effectively function and fully give yourself to another person the way that you're supposed to, like out 
outside of marriage. Like if you you have a boyfriend and y'all are living together, or, you know, you got a girlfriend, y'all are sleeping together, but you're not living together, whatever the case. Bible aside, I feel like you're setting yourself up for failure. Like you you don't have to believe in God to understand that those are those are facts and it's just true. Yep. And that's what you guys are gonna hear from us. We have we do have a biblical worldview, you know, and we'll give you guys our advice and what you should do, even if we ain't do it, you know, like the whole waiting before marriage and stuff. We wish we followed it. We, we tried though. We, oh yeah, it's hard. We tried, we mm -hmm. didn't, we failed, but we tried. But, you know, that doesn't mean, I don't think it's what you, it, it, that doesn't mean it's not what you should do though, you know, and some, some things we learned the hard way by failing, uh, but I like what you were saying. <clears throat> I'm, I'm for, I forgot what it was or the last thing. It was something good. Oh, you're like about living together and staying together. Yeah. Um, a lot of people will be like, man, I can't even, how you gonna get married or get together? And y'all ain't had sex yet though. Like, I got it. I need a sample. And uh, you know, like Baskin Robbins, when you like, <laughs> like when you go to try <laughs> the different ice creams, like you hold up, I don't want the whole cup. That's commitment. Right. Let me get a little sample. You know what I mean? Right. People try to do that with sex. And, and of course the culture pushes that, but it's really just cause it's, uh, we don't really understand sex. And, and we, were, we, were, purpose. we were talking about this on the Truth Project a little bit, right? So as a as a young man, you might be like, hold up. You mean I'm about to get married and that's the last person I'm going to have sex with forever, right? And I get that as a young man. But you don't really understand uh, once you do get that one person, how much you can build on that, right? And how deep you can get with sex. And sex is something that you can improve. We ain't going to... Uh, going to like, we ain't gonna get too spicy on you guys. But that's what the world thinks. It's like, man, if this is the flavor that I get, I'm stuck with it, you know? And if it's bad, I don't want none of it because, you know, it might've been bad, but you got, you can, man. But also with that, if you have to have that small of a sample, cause that is, a, that's a small sample when you're in the sense of living your entire life with someone forever. What the sex is like, especially what you think of the first time you guys have sex is a very small part of that in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> and so you really have to understand that. And then you really aren't ready for marriage, especially not to that person. If that's what you need to make that decision and to move forward. And that just goes back into communicating so it's like when you are married and stuff you might you might decide you want to try something and do something and to be able to have that safe space in the vulnerability that's necessary that only happens when you're married <laughs> so and as somebody that you know didn't wait and didn't do the things that i wish that i did Sex is an entirely different thing yeah. when you're married and have that just married connection to somebody and your emotions and your heart is in it. That oneness is a whole different experience. I don't care how good you think the sex that you were having with your ex was or whatever the case, there's nothing that compares to that one-on-one -on -one marital connection of sharing your body and your energy and your mind and everything with mm -hmm. this one person 
that is giving all those same things to you. It's not just about the physical. That inside mm -hmm. has to be there too. That physical there too though. That yeah. only it's comes there, with the foundation of friendship that comes with communication, which is essential to keeping it fun, interesting, and fresh. Being able to tell yeah. the other person, hey, yeah. I want you to, let's try this. See, but, I, but see, and and there's no way for y'all to really notice because no one's talking about it. You know what I mean? Uh, Unfortunately, the baby ain't gonna have a song on this. You know, so I get it. Uh, but with what Young King, this is actually what we're trying to. We're actually saying the opposite. So this is a shout out to anyone listening live in the or not listening live. Someone listening to the recording on the, their audio podcast app. We're actually live streaming this on maverick.tv man so if y'all go grab a ninja membership every wednesday you can watch this live and be a week ahead of everybody so we're actually interacting with the live chat obviously if you're listening to the recording you're like wait who who, who is young king i don't know who that is but um we're gonna try not to get too distracted on topics from chat but as you guys have certain things that are on topic we'll uh we'll definitely address them and towards the end we'll have a q a portion but young king says sex definitely dies down when you're in a long-term relationship or marriage it's just what happens. No, no. That's, and that's actually what we're saying is the opposite, man. And it's all about your paradigm, man. It's how you, and that's why <clears throat> I'm big at talking about worldview. Like, how do you even see the world? How do you how do you see what's possible, man? So like someone told you that, right? Or you heard it somewhere and you took it as truth. And so that's the lens that you see your relationship and sex through. We're trying to hear, we're here to actually give you a different one, give you a new option and say, hold up. You can actually get better at it. And it can be more enjoyable. And that's usually what it is with something that you uh, take care of and something that you take time with and, and and invest in, right? Usually the more you do it, the better you get. And the more fun you have, think about a game when you first get it, you don't really know what you're doing. You might be struggling, um, losing, dying, right? Not having as much fun. That might be like some of y'all sex life. But then the more you do it and the more you practice and you get better and you start to learn the intricacies of the game, you can improve your improve your high score right. and all that and and you and you always have more fun when you're doing better and so that's we're actually trying to tell you something different yeah and then i think you just you touching on just like the world views of it and everything is huge because it's like that's the problem i don't think that enough education like proper education gets put behind it it's like you either have the like over religioned people that were like don't have sex or you're a heathen. You know, it's like you're a hoe, you're damned, you're going to hell. D-Money says he might be too young for this. We're talking about having sex when you're married, man. I don't think you're too young to hear that. I think you're like... You must not listen to any rap music then. Uh, you're <laughs> way too yeah, you, young you to don't hear be, that. You don't be saying you're too <laughs> young to hear that, right? And that's kind of our thing. We're not the goal of this podcast. It ain't that kind of podcast. We ain't trying to go into like details and be vulgar and whatnot. But young kids are hearing about sex in all the wrong ways, man. Right. And I TikTok. think talk. Yeah. And sometimes it's frustrating, man, because the church is silent. So they don't get their opinions out there. So that's what we're doing, man. We're not here to try to be um, disruptive and catch some of y'all off guard. I know some of you. I know we have adults. There's someone in here that's uh, married 10 years. I know we got a lot of this is going to draw an older crowd. But even you young guys in here, young girls in here, this is good stuff. Even if you're not in a relationship. Yeah, and I think that like just with the with the education and stuff behind it, it's like there's so much about even just your own anatomy 
that you don't fully understand, let alone the opposite sex's anatomy. They're in there in and of itself. But just knowing all the different dynamics or ins and outs or stuff that your partner likes and being able to have those kinds of conversations and be honest and everything is important because that's how it gets better. Dion and I, let's see. Dion and I have been together since 2009 and everything just gets better. Everything. The more we learn about each other, the more we communicate. Everything. And we're still learning. We have lots of advice to give. Pounds. But we still learn on the regular because we're talking to each other. And it's been the different experiences and different things that I've read or different things we've been exposed to that have even introduced new and different ideas that was like, oh, what do you think about this? And it's like, I don't know. I never thought about it. I used to think this way, but now I learned this. Let's give it a try. But you can't have those conversations without putting your pride aside and without being with the right person and being able to have that free space to communicate on that level. Yep. Bam. Same with your fun and hanging out and stuff. We have like very different personalities. Like I know I'm like so cool. You catching up? Yeah. Um, like Dion's a homebody, and I want to jump around like all day. Hear music. Like she don't and- ever want to be home. <laughs> I mean, it ain't she don't ever want to be home, but like it's like 11 a.m. She'll be getting restless. My my oldest daughter's like that too. They just want to get dressed and go somewhere. I'm like. <laughs> I don't sit down. But that's just us, you know? Dion's idea of a good vacation is going and kicking it at the spa and like taking a nap. I want to go jump off of something. You want to go die. You want to <laughs> die somewhere. So, that's what you want to do. We got to give and take. You got to be able to height, find a happy Something with medium. speed. Something with water. Death and sharks. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so Vanessa, communication, being honest with yourself, being honest with your significant other, and knowing what you want out of life. I love it. That was a really good answer, man. That was 10 out of 10. Hey, they should have to pay extra for that answer. Y'all got, mm, <gasps> that was a good one. So now we're transitioning to the next part. Yep. Luke, I'm kind of in a, an oriental kind of vibe. Thai, Thai, Taiwanese. I took a joy, 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 something like no, that. No, like, you did not. What's wrong with that? Oh, Lord. I Luke, find it. something, please. Let's go, Luke. <laughs> oh, no, this ain't it. Next track. What is that? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Yes. Yes, Luke. Ooh. Oh, wait for that beat to drop, though. When this beat drops. Beat don't drop. Beat about to drop. No, that's why it's oriental. It's like peaceful and calm. Okay, so that was way more racist than what I said. Oriental people can't drop the beat? No, I said it's peaceful and calm. You're waiting for some like... Yes. I know what you mean by a beat drop. That's not how it works. Orientals drop the beat. It's just a little different. No. No. That's why they play it in spas. It's it's tranquility and quietness. Ooh, yeah. Oh, Lord. This beat about to drop. Hold up. I hear a little... And it... Oh! <laughs> that beat dropped on them ninjas! Come 
on. What? What? Was that not the coldest beat drop? Let's go to the, what, what are we into next? I don't even know what's next. Oh my gosh, next we have asked and answered. They Luke, are. download that, Luke. <laughs> Send it to me. That's going in my morning routine. Wow, that was a dub. We just caught a big dub right there, Luke. Oh man, I know y'all gonna ask for that. I'm like, leak that beat, Dion. Leak that beat. Wow. Anyways, Asked and Answered is the segment of our show where we answer specific questions that were targeted at us, like our relationship. Our, you mean our business. Exactly how we dealt with it. So this is where, yeah, you guys have an opportunity to really get in our business and get a shout out. So Dream Chaser J, a.k.a. J the Kid 8. Julian. <laughs> said... Thoughts on separating business from relationship stuff. Like in terms of being business partners, but turning it on and off and when to do so. And I Man. think you should take the lead on this one. Man, first of all, that's a good question. And it's one we've kind of figured out over the years. And I think it's unique for every couple. But just to piggyback off what Jazz was saying, is that you gotta get you guys gotta be true to you and and what you feel and what's important to you because it's gonna it's gonna vary, man. I could tell you what me and Jazz do might not be the best blueprint for you because everyone's gonna have different um, different interests and different levels, yeah, that they wanna be involved in. One thing that I can say is universal though. I think the vision vision should be collective, man. And you guys, yes. and uh, so for like in, in our case, I'm the obsessive business, like workaholic guy. So when you think of the business, I'm usually the one thinking about it, right? and in leading the charge in that area and how and what we decided to do is that that would be my my job and i was focusing more on the business and finances and wifey was holding down the house and helping with the kids but it wasn't like well we had good versions and bad versions of this so i'm kind of i'm letting you know right. where we kind of landed on it we worked through this it wasn't like we were just perfect off rip no. but but it's about one well here's here's what i think we were perfect with at the at the beginning is the vision part like i felt like yeah i remember when i was in network marketing which is like <laughs> it's, it's like when you're like one of them weird sleazy like business people that like i would go to the meetings and they would have me call people i hadn't talked to in like six years i'm like hey you want to sign up for this business like it was one of those and i was really really struggling at it but jazz we talked about it all the time. Going back to what she what she was saying earlier, she she knew what was important for me. I knew what was important for her. We came together, knew what kind of life we wanted. And so for us, holistically, it wasn't good enough to just get the money and maybe both of us were working and our kids went to daycare, right? We had a vision for our kids. We wanted our kids to live a certain way and, and be a certain way and be raised a certain way. We also wanted to get to the money, right? And so that was our approach to it. So it was a little bit more split. She was, so like as the kids were babies, she was killing me with diaper changing, right? She was changing the diapers. She had, she'd be up late with the kids because maybe either I didn't even go to sleep because I was up grinding or I just came to bed and she would deal with the babies. And and just in growing a business, there's so much sacrifice, man. So, to, so stuff that goes right, stuff that goes wrong. And because we were i don't even want to say you feel like you were part of the business it was just our vision that we were 
grinding for it. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's why at one point in the journey, she was the only one working. Well, we both were working. She was the only one making money. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make the business work, right? And so in that window, if you zoomed in, she was sugar mama taking care of me. Like, and, and for what we wanted in our relationship, that wasn't the goal. But we were willing to do it because we knew where we were going, right? And we were both on the same team there. So I think as long as you guys are in both involved, a lot of the sacrificing that needs to go on becomes easy. But to go back when I was in network marketing, right? There would be grown men crying at some of the meetings because they're like, my wife doesn't support me. I just want this so bad. Like, and, and I could see it, man. They just hated their job. They wanted to be an entrepreneur, <clears throat> but it required a sacrifice and their wife wasn't really working with them on that. Maybe it was long hours or, you know, you staying up late and she's going to bed by herself. And and, and I get it. I get it because it's hard on a wife. But because and I but, but what I saw a lot of those men were doing, like their wives weren't involved in the vision. So they couldn't really see the, the value behind sacrificing or doing anything because it was just the thing that the husband did on the side. And hopefully it worked one day that our business has never been like that. Like we've known the kind of life we wanted to live and. And we were both working towards it, even if it was in different ways. Mine might have been towards some of the actual financial stuff. But I promise you, if we got to where we wanted financially and our kids were like some of them other some of these kids I'd be seeing, that wouldn't have been a win for us. Right. And so we got clear on the end goal and then we got clear on on how we both wanted to go about getting there, right? Like when I was up late working, I never felt like she made me do it or made me make that choice. I wanted to. And when she was holding down the kids, it, I didn't make her. It was something she wanted to. So I think if you guys are locked in on the vision and you stay true to what you both want and communicate like Jazz said, you'll find your place. Maybe that's like for you guys, for whoever, uh, for Jay, right? That might be you guys both working and you guys getting daycare. I'm not here to, I don't think that's bad, right? That just isn't what we wanted to do. And so more so than uh, following our blueprint, use those principles I kind of gave you to navigate. I think I want to give you one more. No, I'm gonna leave it there. Do you have something that you want to say on it? Yeah. Yeah, sprinkle on that. I think that you can't, you can't be afraid to, to try. Because even, even not even thinking about it as like sacrifice and stuff, it's about figuring out what works for you and like what we've learned along the way and the bumps and stuff we've had came from life and other things coming into the vision that we already agreed so on. So it will happen. There will and be distractions. So, yeah, like I, when I was doing daycare and he was trying to make his place in marketing and learning and we're getting courses and things like that. I wasn't having trouble walking. Mm. My hips weren't dislocating on a daily basis. <laughs> you know, I wasn't having to go to the doctor's office and we weren't expecting that. We weren't ready for my health to be bad. There was a time when I was pregnant with Lyric, the last day that I ever worked in that regard. And Dion had to come pick me up early and he pick, had to pick me up off the floor. I couldn't move, I couldn't get up, I couldn't do anything. That and wasn't it, in the plans. <laughs> that wasn't on the vision board. We weren't ready for that, <laughs> you know? Maybe. But we had to pivot and we had to adjust. Of course, it's easy to be supportive and be home and like be chilling when it's just me and my cute little six month old, right? 
But then when you have a one-year-old and a two-year-old and a three-year-old, it's like, hold up a second. Might need something else. So then our conversation changes. Now we have to check in again and be like, okay, I'm struggling. <laughs> so yeah. this is what I'm going through. And now we adjust our vision a little bit. Our end goal is the same, but how we're maneuvering through it changes and adjusts over the years. Family stuff happens, people die, global pandemics happen. You mature, yeah. Right, you grow, you change, your desires and needs change and whatnot. So while you have that base vision, back to communication, it's important for that for that to be a thing. Yeah, and I'm gonna sprinkle some wisdom on this because there's something I'm just learning at 30, man, that again like she said we had to work through this and figure this out a lot of trial and error and this is the first time in my life where i really don't feel like a workaholic and again i'm at 30 so we got married at uh 20 yeah <clears throat> and so my whole life has been grind 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 and it's worked and, and, it, and it got us to a certain season again i didn't know what i knew now though you know and i don't like the question of can you read the question again um and Jay didn't necessarily say it like this, but it was almost insinuating work-life balance a little bit. And I've started to hate that term. Yes. Thoughts on separating business from relationship stuff, like in terms of being business partners, but turning it on and off. Okay. And when to do so. And here's what's tough, man. I The older I get, I stop trying to separate things and have like work-life balance. Okay. Or work relationship, business relationship, right? Just have one good relationship and account for all of it, right? right. <laughs> and so I was always trying to balance my work with life. And then I realized, wait, my work is my life, okay? And then work isn't bad, right? There's some people, I'm like, I ain't gonna preach too much, but when we see God creating humans, he, he created us to work. That was the first thing he did, put Adam in a guard to work. People think work is like some curse. Uh, work was here before the fall. And so work is good. Work is a part of your life. Pro tip, y'all ain't even asked for this. So that means you should really consider your work, man. Where are you working? Right? right. Do you hate working at Subway? Well, you should consider that. But yeah, I make more money than if I were to work here. Okay, but all of life ain't money, man. Right, there's bigger things. But so, oh, what was that? Oh, the wisdom. So from the non-workaholic version of me isn't trying to even split work life. Or even, hey, here's my wife when we're in business and here's my wife when we're not. It's just, hey, here's my wife and we run a business together. And that and I think it, that doesn't mean you can't necessarily set boundaries, right? We've learned certain things like it's probably not a good idea to talk money first thing in the morning, right? Wake up talking about bills or talking about stuff like that. Right. It can mess up your, your flow, right? So there's little things like that. But overall, like I'm not talking to my wife right now as a we're not in in, in, in work mode. Okay. And, but as I've gotten older with the wisdom, it's just like, yeah, when we're at work, I don't talk to Jasmine like I do Luke. Okay. But me and Luke don't have, we don't have work in like personal relationships. Tech guy is not like, <laughs> I see you here. And then I talk to you in a different tone than when he's at my house. It's like, right. it's just Luke, man. And Luke is my man on camera, off camera when we're working, when we're not. And so just try to change your perspective, man. Stop trying to divide stuff in your head because we do that. I get it while we do it as like a little mental model to think through things. But the, the actual life you live isn't like that. Like Jasmine was saying, we we had our business plans, but life jumped into it. Right. That's because 
it's all life. Right. It's all life. Has to be inclusive. And then just too, just for um, any of the entrepreneur wives out there um, listening, whether it's you guys going after something together or something that, you know, your husband is just primarily interested in whatnot. Um, what helped me, even in those times where it's just, I'm alone a lot with the kids or whatever the case was like, looking at it as like, okay, what's our end game? Where are we trying to get to? Is it worth this right now? Like, this is my part. This is my sacrifice. Like, am I okay? And really making sure that my mental health and everything is covered. But outside of that, I'm like, yo, one day we're just going to be rich and everything's going to be automated. And we're going to be able to focus on helping people together, which is what we love and want to do. And it's going to be okay. And as I see us just inch closer and closer and closer to being where we want to be and seeing the team be built, like having a tech guy, like you just be the two of us used to just be him filming and recording and literally doing everything. That's slave work by himself. Just like there was a time period where I was watching our kids and other people's bad kids and having to chase down parents for my money. So it's just like, you gotta, you just, you have to be okay with those seasons. Every season, and that's even outside of entrepreneurship, isn't going to be amazing. It's not always gonna be glamorous and exactly how you pictured it. But as long as that communication is there and you guys are unified and you're a team, whatever everything else looks like is crazy we've had good times we've been on boats having a blast wasting money been in dubai everything's awesome and we've also been sitting in an ultrasound room with our second kid talking about how chill we both are and coping with the fact that our car is probably going to get repossessed because we can't pay the note yup it'd be like that sometimes or or we've been driving uh, to different pawn shops and one of the MLM companies that I did was like it was like a silver company so you like collect silver coins man and they scammed the fluff at me I was paying like a hundred bucks a month for these and so I thought they were at least a hundred man we're driving to pawn shops they trying to give us like eight dollars for them we just couldn't pay our we couldn't pay our bills and I had like a lot I had my uh I was editing on it at the time wasn't I I feel like the mm-hmm. the Mac laptop we were trying to sell that we was yeah, mm, but we've guy. been somewhere getting but our guy. tire fixed, not able to afford a scoop of ice cream. Dairy Queen, it's yes. Baskin Robbins. Baskin Robbins. There we go. Being and doing life with somebody who's just as focused is being on the same team as you are. What's crazy though, when you think about those, some of those broke moments were our happiest. Like when we learned how to be happy but still broke. That, I think that speaks to the power of what you're talking about. Like. We've had money and still found ways to fight and not been close, you know? Yeah, I mean, that that just goes with my favorite Proverbs verse. Y'all know me, you know, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. So is everything in the universe. Like, shout out to COVID for knocking everybody to their knees and helping them realize how quickly your way of life can be snatched from you. Especially married people at the end of the day when those kids move out, the world falls apart, whatever happens to you mm-hmm. and your spouse. Mm-hmm. And that's it. If that's not solid, 
nothing else even matters. And then before we get off of this, somebody asked that Eric, he was talking about foster parents. Yes. My girl and I are foster parents for special needs adults have been for about five years. Getting time alone together takes work. How do you two separate your busy life to make time for y'all? So it's harder because I don't know how getting like a stand in would be like for us. It's, you know, getting rid of our kids. You know, my mother in law is super duper helpful. My mom lives in time now in town now also. So I we just are real clear about making sure we set that time aside. If I need a break because I'm with the kids 24 seven, communicate that and we get it situated. So yeah, how it's figuring out, I don't know, whatever that looks like for getting a sitter or whatever, I would figure that out. Whatever it takes to have somebody certified, qualified, stand in for you from time to time, once a week, an hour for dinner, but you have to do something. And it's not about finding the time, it's about making the time because that's your priority. Everything else comes second. Man, here's this, I'm about to throw this workaholic wisdom. Here's what I learned being a workaholic. Man, big boy Eric, you should start by saying it's the the answer is it is gonna happen. You're gonna figure it out. It's impossible for you to be like, uh, we don't have time to fit it in or this and that. And then you just gotta either use your resources or get resourceful, right? Man, your wife should be your top priority, okay? And so she's your top priority. It should be impossible for you to not make time at all. Like in a week, let's say a week, right? Or a week, and, and maybe there's special seasons. I'm not saying some can't go on, but I think you're just talking about in general. Let's say, for example, if you're an entrepreneur, there might be a launch or something crazy or you're they traveling. Yeah, so, but I'm just saying, I don't know if he has like work situations work that might okay. impact it. Yeah, like if that impacts it, then yeah, just know that there's seasons. So you guys might not get a date night every week or something. It's okay for special things to come up, but just in your general normal flow of stuff, you got to tell yourself, like, if she's my number one priority, that can't happen. That ha like, I got to make time. And again, this is 30 years. I'm not telling you, like, I figured this out. This is something that as a workaholic, I failed it over and over again. And, and again, but again, it was that love language thing. It's like, man, right. I'm going to stay up working because I love you. It wasn't doing it out of anything ill, but it's just realizing, like, man, the people around you and close to you got to be made a priority and so if you if you it's real simple man look at your time look at your finances and just start moving things around right we've done a lot of uh, as we've made more money we've done a lot of things to buy our time back okay so if you spend a lot of time doing laundry you can pay for someone to do laundry now that's more time that you guys have to spend like like she said if you have like a nanny or something you might have the money to afford a nanny but you being you being cheap and saying oh we don't have time you do you're just spending it on chick-fil-a or whatever right that's facts cut, cut yeah. back yeah get the nanny and then you might buy man can buy back so much time so resources or resourcefulness don't let it be don't even tell yourself that it can't because i did that a lot oh there's not time is the business i gotta do that nope nope it, it, again if your priorities are right you gotta make it gotta make the time oh yeah so he said they have her mother come sit every Friday for date nights. He's just wondering about us. For y'all, yep, there yeah. you go. So. And so anything, so it seems like y'all are already good, but if you, everything else for anyone else to. Yeah, so then like for us, like with having like the kids, like having four kids, especially like post COVID, oh my gosh, they're always there. If you watch my vlog series, you know that. They're just next to me. 
all the time. And then he comes home and then they want to be in his face. I want to be in his face. So I let them have their you time. Be in my face. <laughs> I'll let them. <laughs> I let them have their time and whatnot, but it's just it's figuring out those ways to get in what I need. So like for instance, he came home the other day. I was finishing up cooking dinner. Kids have been asking to go to the park. Only half of them made it because the other half were being silly. But I got to chill for a second. Took the main. We took DJ. DJ's about to problem. be two. And yeah. oh, Lord, he's problematic. So I was like, bet, just to not have toddlerness. So it was nice. It gave me a little break. It gave the kids their one-on-one -on -one time with their dad. That way, when they came home, everybody ate dinner. Everything was cool. Put the kids to bed. Now it's us. And y'all can double dip, man. Like, especially because this is something that we have fun. Again, you got to talk and know what you guys like to do. This is us spending time and we're happy. Right. right? But we're double dipping and we're working. If we're doing mobile, right? If, again, depending on your relationship, that might not be a fun time. We leave mobile happy, right? And right. We're, we're closer and more connected. And a lot of times it's been a part of our date day. Like we'll go somewhere. You yeah. know, hang out, maybe breakfast, and then we'll stop, record, and then go do something and else. Keep it moving. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, so like double dipping, man. Um, again, recently, something we should have been doing a lot longer, though, is just reading together, worshiping together, right? And again, it's things yeah. that, uh, while it's still probably important to have your own time where you're praying and doing all that stuff, but you can come together and do it, right? If you, you just start double dipping and stacking these things that you can do together. Uh, before her health kind of took this this most recent turn, we were working out together. Again, that was dope. A, 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 it's just a double dipping, man, and stacking. And even with the family time and stuff, being able to make, you know, your family time still time for you guys is huge too. We watched um, Godzilla vs. Kong with the kids the other day, and we have like a huge couch that we got for Christmas. So everybody's spread out everywhere and they're just happy to be around, but we were right next to each other. We were close. And so we like sneak kisses in the dark and flirt and see little all kinds of cute things. And that way when the kids go to sleep, the mood is set. Time hasn't been wasted. <laughs> Time hasn't been wasted. And you know, you can you can move forward. But we we've really, really learned to just sneak in being able to just make the most out of all the time we have. And then with our traveling too, you know, we haven't gone anywhere outside of the Super Bowls we've been to since we went to Dubai. Um, but we've learned to just be super <laughs> duper duper intentional about our time and just knowing that we're not ever gonna get it back. So it's really Man, important. And what this ninja being sick has taught me too, you never know, right? Like you never know. There's oh yeah, been, I've almost checked out. There's been times. so many times where it's like, oh really Jasmine, you trying to die? Fluff that, <laughs> no, no. And so, man, and it, uh, there's so much that I'm realizing way too late and I've made it my mission. There's certain times I just stop the guys here, whether it's Luke, Juice, Trent, I'm like, do not be like me. And I want them to make certain mistakes and realize things too late. And that's one of the things is just how important relationships are. Okay. And we we were on this sacrifice, which I think is good. You got to have some sense of sacrifice, but I took it to the extreme. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm only going to work. And then one day in my life, I'm never going to work. Right. right? It's going to be all work, then no work. <laughs> then once I kind of start understanding what God's even talking about and what he set up here, I don't ever want to not work. Right. 
Um, and I don't think you guys should ever want to not work. Now, you may not want to always work at Target or, or Walmart, right? But hopefully you guys get involved with something that to the day that you're dot me, to the day that you're putting something out there and you are helping people, even if it's in a limited capacity, right? So I'm always going to work. So I realized I need to enjoy my family along the way, right? We love where our business is at. We're not trying to stop though. We haven't reached the vision. So I, 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 I've, ha I've been learning how to grow the business, right? But also I got to grow my relationships and my family, man. My kids are getting old. They're getting old and... And it's really easy to get obsessed with the demands of this world, right? There's there's no shortage of people on YouTube just like, Dion, I want this series, I want that. And, I, and I'll give them all the series they want. But then I'm gonna I'm be, find out my girls are 16 and struggling with suicide, right? Or battling depression and things that I could have been around for. Or even worse, they turn into some hoes. Never that. Man, <laughs> right? So it's like, but I love it. I love it. And when you... When you start living your life like that at first, it's a little uncomfortable because you think you're adding constraints, but I love what it does to your mind, man. It makes you start thinking and you start doing things that are more effective. And we've been way more effective here in the business, right? Because I'm not just here to be busy, right? I'm only, I wanna do something that makes sense, that works. And I was talking to you guys a little bit in that like State of the Union address. And so I'm kind of rambling, but you inspired that with your two cents. Great yeah. job, man. I do want to say one last thing before we maybe open it up to questions. That's our last segment, right? Yeah. Questions. As I saw someone mention that they're like, uh, we mentioned about, you know, finding work that like life isn't just one dimension. All right. You have four dimensions. You have your faith, you have your relationships, you have your energy, which is your health and your fitness. And then you have your economics. That's your money. Way too many people try to like define life by one of those one of those dimensions and they're buying books there's very few books that give you a holistic approach to life if it's about business it's only about business and usually to get you to succeed at business they have to collapse and sacrifice those other three so right. you are an amazing business person but you don't know a thing about god your wife can't stand you and your and your daughters are hoes okay first off there's mercy and grace for the hoes out there god love them and if your daughter's a hoe you better keep praying, right? God got something for it. I'm just not trying to hit that stage. I'm trying to bypass it, okay? I'm not saying we perfect. If we do, God, God got us. But, right, you're one-dimensional. And so when you open your life up and you realize, okay, let me make a decision about where I work based off all four dimensions, okay? Let me not make money and sacrifice my morals. Or let me not make money and sacrifice my relationships at the same time. It has to do everything, you have to have a job where you can be good to your body and be in shape, have time for your family and, and stay strong with your faith. Now that doesn't, now that might mean you have to sacrifice Xbox and Netflix. I'm not saying you can do all of that. There ain't no fifth dimension for just mindless entertainment, right? Other things might have to be sacrificed, but I think it's important to have a four dimensional approach to your job. So some people might think that it's reckless for me to tell you to just quit your job yeah, if you're 30, you got rent on the first and your family needs it and y'all are in the head. No, you probably shouldn't quit, but you should make a plan to quit, right? Start saving, start looking other places and adjust into somewhere if, where you're fulfilled. If you're young and don't have any of those responsibilities, make no mistake, now's the time That's what to I think. figure that stuff out and to get it done. You don't have to have 
everything figured out. Like you said, we're in our 30s and learning new things, new revelations every single day. I wish, you know. Oh, but that's a tech guy, man. My do-rag was fluffed up and he caught it. <laughs> I hate that in videos when it doesn't get caught. My guy. Hey, I wish we had the, you know, the some of the knowledge and advice and things like that and stuff that we do now, which is why we try to instill that in the guys, just our team and stuff is it's like, man, you got somebody to help and show you the way and you have the opportunity to maybe you know, stay with family while you're figuring this out and getting, as long as you're having a plan and it's like people be like, oh, I don't want to mooch or do this or do that, whatever. You have people that have your back and everything and want to be there for you so you can do what you need to do to get yourself together, whether that's financially, mentally or otherwise or whatever. You have to take advantage of those opportunities and get it together before you start having things like having kids and whatnot. You if you preach. already do have kids or in a relationship and things like that, it's important to communicate with your spouse, drop your pride, keep it real so you can have those conversations so that you guys can be living the most fulfilling life that you can. Boom. Boom. All right. So first off, shout out to all the kind words, man. I love doing this live so y'all could be Y'all could be nice in real time. You know, we usually get good comments on it, but I like it as it's live. We're going to transition to this final section where you guys get to ask some questions. There were a couple that we missed. If y'all want to re-ask them, that's cool. I'm thinking we'll try and go quick. Let's yeah. We'll do three of them. Three, and we won't rant because we spent most of this, out, this time talking to, for two questions. So we're going to be quick and we're going to do three live from the chat. So you guys feel free to answer or ask them. But before, you know, Luke... Russian. Russian. Uh, I'm almost leaning towards Russian hip hop. Hey. Scandinavian trap. I've seen a lot of good movies with good soundtracks Russian, that Russian. were like set in Russia. So mm -hmm. if that's Russian hip hop, that'd be, be kind of dope. Um, and again, Luke's on our royalty free site. Okay, maybe do I need to scale it down? Maybe not Russian hip hop. Russian. Let's see what we got here. Let's listen, man. Luke, really, what the fluff, Luke? <laughs> Russian hip hop? Hold up. Oh, no, no. You know what? Let's go. Um. All right, let's pause on Russia. We good for now. I don't, is that Russian? You, you, you typed the word Russia. The word That's Russia. what came up. Okay, can we, Uh, let's go tribal. I'm feeling, I'm feeling tribal. Right there, bam, that one. Oh, yeah. This feels like a Ooh. Q and A beat, yeah. Ooh. Uh, oh, yeah. Bring me up a little bit, Luke. This is like Beyonce at Coachella. This is that's what this is. That's just five star. Oh. Bring it down. Back up now. And go. All right. So, Grape Juice, I got a question, Dion. If you see this, I heard you say you were a homebody and enjoy being home. How did you come out of that comfort zone 
just a bit when you started dating and eventually marrying your wife? Um, it's still like an uncomfort zone. It's how I do anything, man. It's just I step out of the comfort zone. It's still a lot of things aren't comfortable, man, because she won't let it. Right. At first, we went to SeaWorld. I'm on these rides where they're strapping me down like I'm Superman and I'm doing all this crap. And I'm like, all right, cool. I survived. She's like, that ain't enough. We we should go uh, snorkeling. So now I'm snorkeling with vests on, getting dragged out in the ocean. And so I'm being funny, but we're, we're always doing some different things. And I would say I'm a little uncomfortable with all of them, but that doesn't mean you can't have fun, right? And I'm not so much focused on the fear or the un you know and it's not again that's like extreme stuff where i'm scared she's just more social like if we go to a party or whatnot we've gone to like different events it sounds me i don't i don't really give a fluff like i don't, Dion, I don't to think talk to no one i don't think Dion's. i don't think he's ever been my date to a wedding i think i had I to think go to we've one been to I, one I've been to two i've been to two wedding together i've been to trainers and the one here there was one here i went to it was like by uh the balloon fiesta joint Oh, Matt and Vanessa's wedding. I, I went to two. Put some respect on my name now. Okay. But, but. So, yeah. But. We went to one of our high school first wedding day, the Matt and Vanessa's wedding. But I serve at church. We know a lot. I've been to a lot more she than just like two to talk. weddings. Like, she just, Jasmine will just talk for no reason. Because like, people are talking to me. It's being social. Yes. Okay. I will see. I will. I, it got to be a purpose for me. It's kind of like when people like, how you do track and you just run to run? Like, I'll run in basketball or in football and I'll talk to get to a point. But we just gonna talk like okay. I'm probably never gonna see you again. But we just gonna talk. I do need to work on this. Yes. But Dion's here's the antisocial. But here's the fault. thing though. But if I know you don't give a fluff about me, how I'm gonna like if you're a ninja member, right? If you're even an old lady down the street, I get it. But if we're all just being fake in a room and you're fake laughing at my jokes and you don't care, man, how I'm gonna care? I don't. But that's the thing though. I don't just be fake talking to random people. Yeah, that's true. No, that that's my talk to that's, people like we have whole relationships with. Like, well, that yeah, that's your view on it because you're social. I'm just like, mm, anyway. But whatever. Yeah, it, it, but I think it's that simple. It's it's stepping out of your comfort zone, man. It's it's that like way too many people when when they bring up the comfort zone, they're they're like, hey, how do I remove the comfort zone so I can move forward into green pastures? And no, a lot of what you want is in the comfort zone. Go get it. It's that simple, man. Luke, I don't want to miss their name, but they asked they asked a question first. They might be back at the top. They asked what drew him to me before Grape asked his question again. Up a little bit. There. Nope. This is our second question. Do you want to waste it? No, we're good. We can go back. I just felt bad because we missed it. We're going to miss a lot. We, we got two left. All right. All right. We can scroll back down. Oh, there it is. Snipes. Uh. Dion, personal question. What connected you to jazz like you became what connected you to me dion what makes you connected that's the one you want to pick for our three questions yes um you don't know why you're connected to yeah, me yeah i do i just don't know if it's gonna help them as much well then uh, don't answer it's not about it's them asking questions if you just want to be us. nosy uh that's yeah the point. but i've answered that so many times have you we i haven't talked about why i love you why what we is, got together all that stuff on this podcast you don't think that's been talked about I'm gonna talk about it though. All right, question number two. What was it again? One more time. No, move no, on. No, I want to know. No, it was uh, Luke. You got me. 
What was it? Uh, Dion Personal. What connected you to jazz? Uh, so it was cool. What's cool for us is we were friends before we got together. Like legitimately, just friends. We had class together. I was in a relationship. She was in a relationship. So we weren't even. We were just really just trying to. We were just friends. Okay. We would do projects and record together. And what was really cool about that perspective is I got to watch her with no pressure. Right. When you're starting. When you're talking to someone or y'all dating, of course they're trying to. Well, not everyone, but most people are trying to be something. They're they're kind of acting. Okay. Not completely, but there's certain things that fade off when they're not trying as hard. We got to know each other without even trying. Um, and she was in a bad relationship. I was in a bad one. So we really got to see each other in bad relationships, but still being true and having character and being good people. And so seeing that is what really made me fall in love with her. And and it, it, yeah, it's just that I trusted her as a friend. We had no pressure. And I know that's kind of unique. Everyone doesn't get to do that. But for us. And Jazz was talking to that, like lean into your unique situation. You know what I mean? You may not, you you might've met her on Tinder. So y'all have been talking the whole time. That was the beauty for us though. So. My answer is the same. That's like the whole foundation of our relationship is some people's first time. That's why I thought it was a good question for you to answer. No, I dig it. We do have a lot of new people here. Right. Okay. How long did it take y'all to understand and work on each other's love language? How was it, how has it ever been difficult working towards speaking each other's love language? Great question, boom. I don't know how long it took. Um, and I, honestly, I would say even, be very careful, man, feeling like you've arrived everywhere. Mo man, most days I wake up, I'm just like, how can I get better in every area, right? My marriage as a parent. I don't, like, we're not on, on this podcast feeling like, yes. I've arrived. Let me give these peasant relationships my wisdom of of awesomeness. I'm like, bro, how can I be a better husband? I do something every day I call power down where I'm reviewing my day. Okay. And as I review my day, me and Jazz might have had an interaction that I didn't like. I'm like, man, I could have been better, yo. I could have been more patient. Right. And here's the thing. Here's what the Bible says to husbands. It says, it says for husbands to love our wives like Christ loved the church. What the fuck? That's hard. Do y'all have y'all read the Bible? Do y'all know what Christ did for the church? Look, tell them. Spoil. Oh, you don't have your mic set up. Look, the nin the ninja died, and at least him, he knew how to come back. I. <laughs> he was like. He said he got them resurrection. Yes. So. Shout out to Easter. Just happened. He, he came back. And that's not to say that we have to do that, but it's just that sacrificial heart, okay? And so we got married, I'm at 20, like, so if Pride was like, if Pride had a leaderboard, I'm pretty sure I'd be top 100, like in the world. I, I might not be able to hit the Madden top leaderboard no more. I could, I could hit Pride though. Probably not today, but when we first got married, super prideful. So the transition from that guy, right? To love your wife like Christ, love the church. Come on, y'all, I got a ways to go. Like today, I got ways to go. So be very careful feeling like you've arrived. So I don't think we've arrived by any means, but we've come a long way in the love language journey. So when you say how long, I don't think it, I almost like it's something you can understand the first day. Like when we first heard it, it was like, oh, well, no, duh. It's, you know? it's really just about like Dion gives and receives the same way, but I don't. <laughs> so... Um, let's scroll chat back down while she's talking. Once we knew and understood that 
there's giving and receiving, it makes it easier to be intentional and kind of understand and, and ask questions, you know, and then it just kind of makes you more cognizant of different things, which goes back to communicating on a daily basis and having those types of conversations because I know that Dion's love language is acts of service because that was how he showed love even at a time where he was struggling it was like okay oh he still loved me he I know that that's crashed. how he's trying to give it you know so bet like and that's also how he receives it I'm gonna give it back and then as I paid attention to him and know what things he likes and he appreciates I was able to find opportunities where I felt like I could do more so I felt like I was giving love, even though that's not how I receive love. That's how he receives love. So I'm going to do this stuff. But it's like the house stuff and the kids stuff feels like normal stuff, you know? So I was able to find extra opportunities. But then it was also knowing that that's not the only way that he receives love because he knows how I give love. He mm -hmm. in turn became... I'm, I'm a I physical touch person. Yes, he in turn became somebody that even in times outside of sex, he might be expecting physicalness from me and maybe not feel as like, oh, loved you mad. as he could in you a ain't situation. You my shoulder. Because, you mad. Right. You mad. She's like, I ain't mad. No, you mad. I know. So really, once I got to a point to where I was really, really, really being myself and he's being himself, and we're applying the knowledge that we've learned, then it becomes easier. And then you just get better as time goes on. Bam. And so to answer your question, how long does could it take? Should it take? It's up to you. It could be that night. If you just want to not be prideful and be like, oh, that's how, oh, she's been loving me the whole time. Right. I'm tripping. Now the part to let go of that in your heart and be patient and realize they're working on it, even if they're not, because you may be tempted to think, hey, you might wake up the next day, right? So she could have been like, all right, we learned physical touch, quality time, love languages. She could have woke up the next day pissed, be like, yo, where, where, where my physical touch? Where's the quality time? I think especially in a relationship, there's there's gotta be a foundation of patience. You guys are two different people with millions and millions of different variables and upbringings. There's so many different things that me and Jazz haven't even known to talk about. It's a little bitty intricacy on how we look at the world based off of something that happened when she was young. Okay. And I may think differently based off of what happened for me. And so just to think that, all right, I got something in a week, she's going to get it or she should get it in a week, I think it's foolish. And so honestly, from the first day, you hearing this now, Okay, you can go, you can search it. There's actually tests you can take. I it's think that's free. the best way to do it, yeah. Versus just doing it yourself. You you usually should know what your love language is. Here, let's listen, there's five. So you have physical touch. Acts of service, quality time, words of affirmation. And gifts. 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 Receiving gifts. Receiving gifts. Receiving, giving gifts, gifts. Yeah, and so as you see, if you hear us say that, you might already know, like, okay, I don't really need the gifts, right? I'm not big on that. I'm actually bad at getting like receiving gifts. Uh, words of affirmation don't really need it. You know, I again, I did not say I don't appreciate these things, right? Please, you can say nice things to me, but it's not how I receive mainly. So you can probably tell just from hearing, but if you can't, yeah, do a test. It's not long, probably five minutes, nothing crazy. You can have you. But it really, really breaks it down. You yeah. both take it, it tells you, it gives a whole explanation. If you want to take it a step further, read the book. 
they there's five love languages and there's five love languages for kids if you have kids read the five love languages for kids yeah it's the same five love languages but it breaks it down a whole lot different in the book that's specified for the kids so yeah. it's really just about learning it and then putting those putting those steps forward and just grooming the idea and knowing how you give love and how you receive love. I don't just go around touching everybody. You know, <laughs> it's like, that's not how I give love. I'm more, I'm a gift giver. I'm thoughtful. I wanna, wanna do things. I remember things about you that you told me the first day I met you. So it's really understanding yourself and understanding the other person and forever working on it. So it's not ever anything that's gonna come to an end. You just have to decide that it's something that you wanna put the effort into. Yeah, and I don't even know if I told you this. I went a little bit further. There are, I guess that dude that did the five love languages. He, Gary he, Chapman. Yeah, Gary Chapman. He was trying to milk it, man. So he has it for the parenting. It's even for business, too. That's the one I was looking into a little bit. So there's even ways of, like, physical touch in the workplace, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah, so obviously mine's a little bit different at home with Jasmine. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, like a high five. Someone could be like, good job, man. Bow. High five. And pat could, on the back. Yeah, pat literally. on the back. Yeah. Got it. Um, we ain't trying to get no one canceled or, you know, no Me Too movement type stuff. But there's, uh, it's, it's really good. Just when it, and what's powerful is it, it helps you understand why things are the way that they are. When you do that, you can navigate your relationship so much easier. Because, you know, oh, why, why does she feel like she's not loved? We were literally in a place where it's like, we couldn't understand. It's like, how do you not see the love? And I'm giving it, but you're not receiving it, right? And vice versa. It's because we were on two different channels. We didn't understand it. So that clears all that up. All right, you want to do one more and then we out of here? Yes. All right. There was a good, yeah, right there. He says, Dion, I struggle to maintain patience when it comes down to certain things in my relationships. How did you learn to calm down and realize, um, or just, just be, just how to be more patient with people? It's easy for me to be patient with people because I know how fluffed up I am, man. As I just start reading the Bible and realizing I got work to do, you know, I try to take the speck out of my eye before I take the log out of someone else's. And so I just, I don't know. Y'all catch me in 10 years. Maybe I'm on some level of perfection and she hasn't caught me yet. But we, we neck and neck. It's just not, I just can't wake up and be like, mm, it's just so hard to be patient with you, Jasmine, because of this, this, and this. Even if this, this, this exists, because... I got this, 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 this. And when you have, when you're self-aware, you're just so much patient, so more patient, so much more patient with people, right? And that's just not even my my romantic relationship. For example, Luke might forget something. Well, Dion, do you ever forget something? Okay, cool. Right. Be patient. You know what I mean? Luke's needed stuff from me. I forgot it. Okay. Luke cool with me. I'm cool with Luke. So that's what helps me personally. Yeah, I think we live in like a real judgy. We live in a judgy universe right now. Um, so it's definitely important, I think, like you was saying, just with that, just with that self-awareness. But then also just even in your relationships, I would say maybe getting to the root of why you're feeling impatient. Is it with? the same type of situation every time? Are you getting impatient with the same type of behavior? Is it the person in general? Because the root changes, I feel like how you deal with it and interpret it. Cause I don't, 
I don't know, maybe like you could take an example like his work. Like Jasmine, how are you patient, you know, with Dion's workaholicness? So with that specific situation for me, because I know what his intention is. Right. And that's it. It's that simple because we communicate. It's impossible to be impatient or to be arguing or trying to fight with somebody that's trying to like understand you or to be understood. So it all goes back to just even those little day-to-day -day conversations, even something as simple as us reading our Bible, like going through Proverbs, you know, that we've both read over and over again, but it inspires different thoughts. And what it does is gives us an opening and an opportunity to talk about things that we wouldn't usually talk about otherwise. So in those situations, I feel like you can be able to understand that person better so if you don't, aren't able to just be like, hey, you know, like what's going on with you? Or you don't feel comfortable opening up about whatever that specific situation is, finding different ways that can kind of like, ah, just spark up the like, ice break, those types of conversations so that you can really figure out what it is that's that's causing that issue. Because I don't ever really be like, oh my gosh, you're just, you're on my last nerve struggling with my patience. I'm usually like, Come home. Let me make the chat uncomfortable real quick. <laughs> so you can come see me. It's it's more of that kind of energy. So I'd really look down into the root of your specific situation. And then you can kind of piece our answer from there. That was good. That was good. Well, I think we're done here, man. That was a good first episode for season two. What y'all think, chat? Did y'all get some out of that? Did y'all enjoy it, man? You like this format? I like the format, man. If y'all aren't watching live, y'all are hearing the replay. Y'all missed out, man. She looking good. <laughs> she looking real good, man. Like, I can't even describe it. You just gotta see it. Well, thank you. Yeah. See, that guy <laughs> edited out, man. But, um... But we still appreciate you guys listening and all that kinds of stuff we're just saying. When you have the opportunity, it's awesome to check it out and be able to see the, see the, visual, the visuals and yeah. just be a part of the chat. Nice. Look at that. Shout out to the dub streams. Hey. Snipes, Mama Lynn, TMB, Young, Mamba, Z Money, Jeremy, Saint. Appreciate all y'all, man. Okay. We don't know what time officially. It's going to be Wednesdays. Yeah. Probably just around this time. It yeah. was like faux Eastern-ish. So around there is probably what we'll do. Yeah. Cool. All right. So we love you guys. Thank you oh so much for rocking with oh, us. Oh, no. Tweet us. Make sure you tweet us. Look at you. Tweet us. Go ahead. Tweet us. Send Be obnoxious. Go comment on my TikTok. If you're on TikTok, I posted like a thing on TikTok. Just spread the love. Spread the word. Our our community. Yeah, and the reason we do that, out. yeah, we want, we want, do you know why we do that? Can I be honest? We want to shame people. We want them to feel horrible about their <laughs> life and their decisions that they made. We want them to be like, oh, I could have been on that stream. Look at all these people that had fun. Ah, I got to prioritize that next time. So uh, maybe you're watching live, okay, and you enjoy the live aspect. You got to, you got to share us because someone is listening to the audio right now being cheap. Their relationship is about to fall apart. And they they are literally in the drive-thru holding a $20 bill at Chick-fil-A. But you can't get the Ninja membership for $10 a month to save your relationship? <laughs> to legit have counseling, pretty much. Come on, man. <laughs> Damn $10. therapy. <laughs> Bro, and we do other cool stuff, too, besides that here. So right. I think it's worth it, man. I do. I feel like it's worth it even just for this or even just for... 
the beef experience and what that's become on its own. So really just spreading the community and just people knowing that we offer this, you know, people think we just do video games and we don't, we do all this. So whether you're listening or you're here live, just spread the word. If you enjoy our podcast, share it. Leave a review too, man. Yes, Reviews go on Apple Podcasts, review. Five stars. Mm-hmm. All that. Okay. Love you guys. Yes, we love you guys. Y'all are oh so awesome. We hope you guys have a blessed rest of your day. And until next time, God first, God bless. Mm-hmm.